0: Don't come out, don't stop.
1: Welcome into the show, Storm. Hey. Sorry, Joe, jo, 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 we've, we've got a new producer. He's <laughs> he's very new, and when I said to him, hey, let's play that commentary off the side. Hey, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. I usually do, 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 so do the breakfast hours, and so like, this is the opposite side of me. Like, I should be in bed right now. Yeah. I've usually been asleep for an hour. Okay, so, Joe. Okay, I'll, I'm going to play the, the action, okay? Hit it. Are you ready? Uh, right. hit, it, hit it, Joe. Let's go. Okay. 25 seconds to tie it up. Miss does it. has <laughs> up the game. 53 all in your life could you imagine a <laughs> 10 point comeback Toyava's not done she finds beats and finds toyaba oh they're gonna buff it in there's a long pass they find wiki five there's a contact, oh, contact. Two. One. contact no oh, they're running it's out of time the mystics botched that at the very end we're going into extra time three minutes extra time 56 all This would be a huge performance from the Magic if they can get there. Nearly a hell ball. You have to shoot it here. Ekinacio,
0: 10 seconds. Three metres and it's tipped. It's tipped by Fitzpatrick. This is a big shot right now. Contact, five seconds to go. Ekinacio with the ball in hand.
1: This is the match right here. The hooter, there it is. Both defenders have to stand aside. This is a freebie. Game, set, match. Magic,
0: our magic. Once again in Hamilton.
1: There you go. with um, uh, a Mart call, what with a call. Yeah, and
0: Brooke Lever getting in there. She's you now an ex-Magic player as well, so she would have been excited uh, with, with Staffy there. It was great. I was there too, actually, working for Sky Sport. Um, and I kind of zoned out of the game pretty early on because the Mystics were up by 10 at first quarter time And I was just worried about my job and my interviews and I don't know. I was like, Mystics (laughs) again, they're just going to trounce them. And then what do you know? Lo and behold, I was up at my seat pacing up and down the sideline.
1: And then hello checked and looked at the school board and went, hang on, what? What? When did that happen?
0: What is going on here? But um, it was awesome. Really awesome for the Magic and their fans obviously being at home in in Hamilton there. Um, They they erupted, which which was great because it has been tough going for the Magic in the first two rounds. Like on the show just last week, we were talking about them being in um, sort of dark places early in the season. So get on them, beating the, the Premiership favourites.
1: What a round. What a round. I mean, didn't didn't the Stars put about 20-odd on them the week before? The
0: Stars put 19 on them. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, they lost by one to the Pulse, and that was a, a close game. But uh, yeah, they did, they just weren't looking good, to be honest. And... Like I said, we had really, you know, in pre-match we were talking about you know, how are we going to make this exciting? Like, the Mystics are obviously obviously going to win, but how do we convince people that it's still going to be a good game? And, man, oh, man, Anna Harrison and I really had to eat our words. Yeah. Because it was a great game, led mostly by Amelia and who you heard um, Brooke Lever mentioning there in that commentary. She just, yeah, MVP performance, really stepped up when they needed her to, which is great for the Silver Ferns in a big old World Cup year.
1: Yeah, well, fantastic for the Silver Ferns in that year, and and fantastic for her and for the Magic as well, because I've felt like you know in the uh, in the like, past couple of years that she's been a player whose shooting percentage just isn't quite good enough to be in the Silver Ferns not as a starting shooter.
0: Yeah well it's funny right because she's a goal attack and so in New Zealand we've always had these shooters you think back to Irene and mm. you know now we've got Grace and Wickey who hog the ball because they get under the post and they shoot at 90% plus and so the goal attacks role has always kind of been that playmaker and um, bring the goal shoot into the game but Amelia Ann is someone who needs ball in hand and can shoot from distance. And because she's a confidence player, is sort of what we mean when we say she needs to play well to get better as she goes on. She likes to put the ball in from all over the circle and sometimes that means that her percentages are going to be lower. Uh, but when you've got Grace Nwiki under the post, I'm talking about in the Silver Ferns, of course, mm. you can afford to do that. But it just looks like her numbers are lower because of that reason. But she finished that game at 85%. So for a goal attack, it's good Good numbers. That's, it's good that's numbers. Very
1: good numbers. Actually, Earlier in the season, uh, I noticed that Grace Nwiki got switched out for a quarter mm. to uh, to play goal attack <laughs> in a game. Um, and and I, and I just remember thinking, I wonder what the thinking is here. Is, is that just because she, as a young player, it's a coach going, hey, why don't you do this for a quarter and yeah. see what it's like to be on the other end so you can understand what this player needs more from you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I had the similar sort of thinking going on there. And we spoke to Tia Winikiri, the new Mystics head coach, and it was a bit of... The Mystics had that horror show at the end of last season when they lost Grace Mickey to injury, and they had no plan B and no other shooters to play and no game plan B. And so it was a bit of that, you know, like what if we lose our goal attack? We might have to put Grace out there. But also, exactly as you say, just to see the game from that position to kind of get a feel of what she's looking at when she's feeding a goal shoot so that when she goes back there, she understands. So, I mean, I don't know how often we're going to see that. I don't think it's a viable option. Maybe when they're playing the steal... Poor little steal. Um But, yeah, no, keep her in goal shoot. She doesn't need to play goal attack. They did the same thing with Irene, if you, if you remember, mm. and I don't know if that really worked either.
1: No, I mean, <laughs> there, there is a, yeah, there's a method to madness sometimes, and sometimes you're just better off playing to a player's strengths.
0: Yeah, yes. And I, get, I totally get the argument, like, we want to add to her toolkit and whatnot and grow her repertoire, and that's great. But, I mean, in an ANZ Premiership game, is that really the time to be doing it? You don't want to make a mockery out of the premiership.
1: No, that's that. Yeah, that is 100%. That is, And I mean, mm. the good thing about this is it mixes the competition up a little bit, right? Because oh. it was looking very much like the haves and have-nots after two rounds.
0: The table was almost in halves after mm. round two, yep. which was getting really disappointing. And we saw the Stars beat the Steel by 34 goals. And then, you know, the Magic lost by 20. And we were thinking, oh, gosh, those two are just not going to get a look in. And now, uh, yeah, we've seen that great win against the Mystics which was just unbelievable. First time getting an overtime match, which is great. People love watching the overtime matches. But the tables, you can't read too much into it at the moment, um, Rick, because of how many games different teams have played. But at least it's looking a little more like a lolly scramble, you know? It's yeah. not two A-teams, B-teams, which is great.
1: I, now, um, I know that um, we like we like to talk the uh, the Northern Stars on the show um, <laughs> with virtual logistics. You're afraid of logistics specialists. Uh, and and I think, really, this was it was a nice moment, wasn't it, to see Katrina Roray play for the Stars against her old team.
0: Yeah, uh, crazy, crazy. The Stars seem to have a knack of bringing out retired uh, defenders, I must say. I was a little bit peeved that I didn't get the phone call first, but you know, it's all right. We'll, we'll put that to bed. Uh, um, Katrina, we can Aldi. make a phone call. No, it's week. I mean, you've got like a what? She's almost played 100 tests for the Silver Ferns yeah. versus um, two tests that I have. I can understand why they went with Katrina. Uh, <laughs> and, and she was great. She's actually from Beachlands, of all places, oh, yeah. out in East Auckland. So she's, she comes from the Stars region, which kind of is that south, southeast. Um, catchment there. So really cool full circle moment for her. But yes, funnily enough, it was against the Pulse where she spent so many years uh, with the franchise and up against Tiana Maturo, who she would have played with when when she was still playing with the Pulse and just totally shut her down, I must say. Didn't really do anything too amazing when it comes to statistics. Um, I don't think she had any intercepts, but a few gains here and there, but really just took Tiana out of the game and she's the Pulse playmaker. So that was a huge huge contributor to why they got that eight-goal win when everyone was probably picking the pulse to win that game.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's... I I think most would have thought that, but the Stars have started the the season on fire, right?
0: And it kind of annoyed me that people were talking them... not talking them down, but in all the conversations in the off-season and the pre-season were, yeah, it's going to be the Tactics and the Mystics and the Pulse are always good and, nah, I don't know about the Stars. We don't care about the Stars. And I don't know whether they heard that. And I know, having played for the franchise, we do love to be the underdog mm-hmm. and really grab onto that little sister. They're the new franchise in Auckland underneath the Mystics' shadow. Um, and they're stepping up, Maya Wilson in particular, she shot at 91%. I think that might be her third game in a row, shooting over 90%, which is impressive. We are used to seeing that with Grace and Wickey. Um, but it's great to see Maya come out and perform the way she is. And, yeah, watch out all the other teams, I say. If the stars continue the way they are, they're, they're ones to ones to beat.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look through that team. You know, Gina Crampton's in there as well, Holly mm. Fowler. You, you mentioned Katrina Meyer-Wilson, Jamie Hume as well. I mean, it's, it's not a bad team on paper. It's not
0: at all. And it's like the attacking end that they've had for the past three seasons. So people, I don't know whether they just were like, ah, oh, yeah, we've seen that team before. We don't care. Where it's like, well, you should probably be worried about them because they have grown these combinations for three seasons now. They lost a grand final last year, so yep.
1: and then they added a massive piece in defence.
0: Well, Katrina only stepped in for one game. I don't know if she'll be hanging around.
1: I reckon there might be, there might be conversations.
0: I know. I was hoping we could get her on a show, but she's um, obviously mum of two now, so a bit hard to get her at this time of the uh, of the evening. But oh. I'd love to know what they're thinking because um, Ellie Timur, who's a great great defender for the Stars, is young and she was out with COVID for that game. Um, so whether. Katrina sticks around or not, because obviously Kayla Johnson was their pre season loss with her pregnancy. There is a spot there to be filled.
1: There is. Yeah. There is. Yeah, yeah. Watch the space. Watch yeah. the space. Um, talking about the Pulse, how big a loss do you think we're starting to see of uh, Ali Dunn's?
0: Yeah, I think now, especially after that game um, we've just been talking about, people are starting to realise that yes, it is a big loss. And in, in the first two games for the Pulse, they looked really good, and Amelia Wormsley had been playing goal shoot. and People hadn't really heard of her, didn't know who she was, um, and she's a metre 90, whatever, and shoots really accurately. So everyone's like, oh, great, we've got this new kid. She's doing well. Um, but unfortunately, just got a little bit out outmuscled uh, by the Stars' defence on Sunday. And I just I think that that's where we see or saw her inexperience and just the fact that she is very new to this league, and it's great to have a you know awesome start to the season. And I'm sure she's going to continue continue to have some great games. But she's no Aaliyah Dunn, Who's been there for a long time and very unflappable and you know a cool calm customer out the back there. Um, yeah, Amelia got sent to the bench for, by the Stars' defense. So they're still it's still not in. you know I'm not. Counting out the pulse in any way, yeah. But yeah, after round three, I'd say we are seeing it more that that is a big loss for
1: them. Yeah, you just, I mean, a young player needs to f- figure out how to deal with the sharp elbows of one Katrina Rora.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Kalera now I thought the um, she's actually a Fijian international, but lives here in New Zealand. She was MV- MVP for that match, and prior to that game, she hadn't been getting too much court time because we had Ellie Team and Holly Fowler. But um, her and Katrina, yeah, they were muscling up in there. It was <laughs> a physical game and a good way. Yeah, it was. Yeah. they did their job and, and really got into their heads.
1: Oh, fantastic. All right, and let's talk about that last game uh, then of the round. With the <laughs> Do s- we have to? <laughs> the tactics and, <laughs> the, and the Steel. Uh, hey, the Steel won the fourth quarter.
0: Which is great, and I'm so glad it was the fourth quarter that they won because that's the last, you know, the last thing you kind of think of when you go and do your debrief um, after a game like that. And they didn't just win it, they won it by five. To win a quarter by five goals is is huge. you know. If you do that every quarter, you're winning a match by 20. So really impressed with how they finished the match. Um, looking forward to ca- uh, catching up with Marianne delaney Hoshek from the Tactics shortly to see how she felt about it. But, yeah, promising signs. Great to see Xavier Tui. She had a um, knee surgery in the off-season, get some solid minutes in at goal shoot for the steel. Limited minutes still, only played the two quarters, uh, but she looked really, really promising. Um, put up some good ball, was strong. You know, up against Jane Watson and Karen Berger is, is no easy task at all, so great to see her out there. And hopefully this helps the steel just get a little bit of momentum and keep that kind of... Smiles on their faces and know that you know they 're not completely out of it just yet
1: no, not just yet, not just yet they've they 've certainly got the bodies there right
0: they do look they 've got Kate Heffernan in the mid court and yep. she is she was the mid quarter of the quad series in the international quad series last um last time it was played, and had a real standout season in the black dress for the Silver Ferns. Uh, and they've got Te Hungereo Selby Rickett, their captain uh, in defence, Kate Burley, who's just super fun to watch. They've got some firepower in that defence. And, of course, they brought Sammy Winders down yeah. from the Magic. So they've got the players there that know how to win, that have the experience. They're just going to take some time to replace that attacking, I guess, Game gameplay that they lost when George Fisher, um, English international, went down with an ACL preseason. Mm. So a lot to unpack there, mm. but it's early days. Early it's days. Early days.
1: Don't write them off yet. Don't <laughs> write them off just yet. Uh, so having a look at the moment at the table. Uh, F- four rounds in, uh, well, four, yeah. Four it's confusing. Games. Three it
0: rounds in, but some teams have played, played four, four. games. Yeah. So it, yeah. And that's the top
1: and the bottom <laughs> team, right? So the Stars have played four, they're first on nine. The Steel yes. have played four, they're uh, sixth on zero. Uh, then in between, you, second, you got the Mystics played three on seven. The Tactics played three on six. Pulse mm-hmm. played three on six. The Magic played three on four. And all of a sudden, that table. Doesn't look so much uh, a game of two halves, if if you like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the um, fantastic thing to come out of round three for me because we were very worried about the blowouts in round two. So great to just kind of jazz it up a little bit again.
1: Yeah, indeed. There you go. Uh, We're talking uh, netball here on Centre Pass in focus on SENZ with Storm Purvis. Uh, Talking the Northern Stars too there with uh, Vertical Logistics. Your Freight and Logistics Specialists... Proud partners of the Northern Stars and leading the way in personalizing your freight services. When we come back, Marianne Delaney Hoshik is going to join us.